Are you seeking advice? Are you looking for guidance, someone to help you make the most of your life? Do you need a mentor? You are in the right place. You have found the Mentor Project Podcast. We are here to enlighten the path of those that seek advice in their lives. More people need help these days than ever before. Join us for a unique discussion. All you have to do is sit back and relax. Now, let's get started. Good morning, everybody. This is the Mentor Project Podcast right here, and I am your head monkey butt, Mark Warner, one of the co-founders here with Wes Batke, and one of our newest mentors, Stuart Sachs. And we are going to talk to you today about feedback, and not talk, not about the audio feedback loop and echoing and you know things like that. This is really this is mentoring you and helping you with feedback. Why is feedback important? Because feedback, when you ask the question on something that you've done, it shines the light on what you're working on. It gives you input. It gives you uh, insights and resources to look into from another point of view. And there are different versions that you can discuss feedback. And my team today are going to discuss what their examples of feedback would be and, and things that you could do. Cause you can, you know, we were talking off offset today and Stuart mentioned something that some restaurants still give you cards when you go to the restaurant, but in, in the, in the, it's a feedback card and they ask you to feedback, but there's, there's more importantly than that, that there's the digital side of things. And so Stuart, you mentioned that. And I was like, you know, something just happened not too long ago. I was at a restaurant and it's rare, but you know, once you get your receipt and everything in there, they, they always kind of put the receipt down the table and they tell you if you would be so kind to go to their website, it would help them. They get points or bonuses or something or just be a nice gesture to give them feedback. How did I do today? Right. It's a survey. And um, but then some you go to it's a long survey. Hey, go fill out a survey and you can rent a reward or you can get something out there. People don't do that. But when they ask me specifically, how did I do? And I liked them that day. I will go do it. And I have done that many, many times. In fact, I can't tell you how many times we've been to a restaurant that uh, the waitress or even waiter has come to the table and served us so well that I do this on purpose sometimes just to kind of freak people out. But I'll, I'll look at them. And I'll say, could you do me a favor? Could you go get the manager, please? And they kind of have that freak out moment, like, uh, I what then? Uh, 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 what did I do? What right? did I do wrong? <laughs> right. So the manager comes over, and I provide the feedback. I say, "You have a great employee here. I want you to know that this person hasn't let my glass go half empty. They have asked us questions. They are maintaining this. They're watching us. I see them eyeballing us. They are maintaining." The, the waiter to customer service, which is raising the bar on how good we felt today. And I want to let you know that. And the managers will be like, oh, so thank you. Now, only one time has that ever happened where we did that. And the manager said, you know what? Thank you so much. I'm going to comp your meal today. We did not take it. Um, but all the other times, it's never really been offered. It's just, thank you so much. We appreciate we, we appreciate hearing it from you. And, and now you have done one thing. You've done two things. You, you've highlighted something that worked out good, but now you've taken a manager 
and you've taken an employee that are going to walk away and they're going to discuss this day in and day out that day. Right. That's a good feedback right there. That is. It's, it's very good. Uh, yeah. I personally can't speak of anything like that that I've ever been a part of. Um, I know that I think my father one time maybe a, you know had done that with some of the employees at a restaurant. Um, but I never saw any sort of um, reward as you have experienced. Um, I think once when I was with my mother, uh, there was the offer of like a, you know, a bonus meal to come back another day. One of those things. It's like, oh, well, here's you know, a $30 uh, meal comp that you can come back and, and use that meal comp at a later date that suits you, right? Something like that. Right. I think that's happened. Um, but yeah, on my own, I've never experienced that at all. It and in 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 my life, I've experienced it a lot because uh, I was in the retail business, and and uh, it was my job to have good customer relations um, because if you if you didn't, it would definitely work against you. Uh, there was an old adage that if you treated a customer great, they'd go out and maybe tell one or two of their friends, but if you if you do something negative to a customer, they will tell every person they come in ever come in contact with. And it can it can really tear down a, a business. Mm -hmm. But the point the, the 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 example that was made in the restaurant, I like the way you did it, Mark, because this young lady who was taking care of you was thinking he wants me to go get the manager. What did I do wrong? You know, I, I worked right. so hard to do everything right. What, what, what happened? What did I do wrong? Now, when she goes to the manager and says, uh, table 23 wants to, wants to have a word with you. Now the manager is saying, well, wait a minute. We, we, we try to do everything right. What, what, do, what did we do wrong? They have this negative feeling when they come to the table and then you blow them away by saying, you did absolutely everything right, above and beyond. Now, you're absolutely right, Mark. When they go back in that kitchen, they're high-fiving each other because the manager has been an effective manager in, t in training his employees, and the employee has learned every bit of it and passed it on to the way they handle their customers. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting. You just brought up something that made me think. We were at a... Uh... And another establishment years ago and um it's we were trying to find some pretty good tex-mex when we were living in texas and it was and in frisco texas it was kind of hard it, it was kind of a dime or a dozen right they would come in and then they would leave within six months yeah and so one restaurant came in and we kind of liked it a lot of people didn't really take very good good of it I, I think it was mostly customer service the food was okay but we went in there one specific sunday afternoon sunday morning brunch time and we had this young kid. I would say he was probably somewhere between the 17, 18 year old to like 21. He was young. I don't think he'd ever done this before. And in fact, I think this is like his third or fourth shift that he probably had there. And we kind of got an attitude from him. And we tried to explain to him that, you know, could you pay attention? Could you do this? Could you do that? And we were getting frustrated. It just we were just waving, waiting and waiting and waiting for food to get there. And we saw it sitting up on the counter. And it's like I can go get it myself, but you can't go back there, right? So we did the whole meal and everything. We got done. And I asked the guy. I said, "Could you go get the manager?" 
So the manager comes over, and we did not lay it in. We we had every intention that this kid was. We had talked it out and said this kid is young. He's never had the experience before, and we need the manager to know because probably no one's talking about it. This kid's very frustrated and he's very confused. So it wasn't that he gave bad customer service. He just was lost in what he was supposed to do and how he was supposed to do it efficiently. He so, was not trained properly. That is correct. So we told the manager that. And the manager said, you know, um, we're going to uh, comp your appetizer today. And I said, no. And in fact, we're going to go ahead and pay a tip. And I'm going to do the minimum tip the 15% or whatever it was. Right. So I said, we're, we don't, we didn't come here to get anything free. Didn't come here to, to chastise somebody. We didn't come here. We get, came to give you feedback to let you know that how your employees doing. And while he did poorly today, I'd like to see him get up. I like this restaurant. And then we, we changed the narrative to let's talk about the restaurant. Right. I come here because it's the Tex-Mex that we like and we come here often. So this is not our first time. But it's the first time we had this bad of a service. And then I, I left it at that. And my wife talked and we left it at that. So I tell you that story to tell you that about a month or two later, and it was a while. It wasn't, wasn't like we went the next week or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I was, we went in. We waited for maybe three minutes. And then they, they assist us to the seat. And then we sat there. And immediately I saw the guy on the other side of the room, the kid. And I'm looking down my table. We're ordering, getting ready to think about what we're going to order. And lo and behold, he comes to our table. Now, I know for a fact, right then and there, this was not his section. So he came over to me and he said, Mr. and Mrs., I don't know your last name, but I wanted to apologize for the last name today, but I'm going to be your server if you'll have me today. And I'm going to make sure that you get taken care of. I asked my manager if I could come over here and have this set. And we just kind of looked at him, gave him this look, and was like, um, sure. And I'm going to tell you, night and day. So whether we helped him get where he got, or he took that criticism, that feedback that we gave him, and he used that to his advantage to say, I can be better. That's what the whole point was. Yeah, and you know, and I think for every instance like that, there's probably a hundred instances that go unnoticed and unspoken about. And so that server will continue to be a marginal server because nobody stepped up and said, hey, you know, to the manager and to the server, you can do better. Um, you know, I mean, we all, we all in all of our businesses and all of our business dealings, you run into people that you just don't feel were the right match for the position that they're in. But if nobody says anything about it, they're not going to improve. Right. right. And, and we as managers or owners of our businesses have to understand that we need that avenue of input in order to improve our services. Maybe we're maybe we're doing the best that we can. Maybe we get five star ratings from everybody. You know, more power yeah. to you. But I I would venture to say that there's very very few businesses that are of that consistent five star unless they demand it from the management. Uh, right. and, and Stuart, just to kind of add on to what you're saying, is I think a good point for the listeners to understand is that. Feedback doesn't necessarily have to come from customers. You can get no. feedback feedback from your 
employees from your, from your peers from yep. your coworkers, and from your boss so yep. um if you feel as an employee or as an individual that maybe maybe you feel internally that you could do better but you just don't know how um no broach it with a, a coworker or a peer and say hey this is how i do my day-to-day -day shift how can i improve upon my shift how can yeah I improve now on my customer service now what's interesting about what you just said is now you can have you can have your peers and your clients to give you feedback but there's a side version of that feedback can also come in as criticism which right. some retail owners like ourselves might not take that very well if it comes into a negative tone uh yeah. case in point i've had two shows in my past and i've had one employee that gave me feedback all the time now the, this person that was an employee was a positive feedback. It always was, but sometimes it was more of a guiding light. It was more like, Hey, I would do it this way. Hey, have you ever thought about going this direction? And, and I took that and what I took that as a learning experience to educate the person why I did or didn't do it that way. Now the customers, I had one specifically that would tell me that, every single time they walked in the studio and every single time before and after the show it finally came to the point where it went in one ear and out the other because it was more of what they're trying to educate themselves and walk it through versus actually giving me feedback or actually being criticized now the other customer was criticizing me because they wanted it a certain way they thought i'm paying you to do a show, to direct it. And I want it the way I want it without looking at, I have some experience to do this. You've never done this before. Um, ultimately the, it worked out and we did a show for a while, but um, it's interesting about what Stuart says about feedback. I was going to say something to you about, you know, when you go out of town and you're out venturing on a vacation and you go to these little towns and you go to a little mom and pop shop and there's a husband and wife that's working the retail store. I can't tell you how often that I think it's so cool. Now, I'm not going to gender specific this, but it's going to come out that way. Uh, you have the wife working behind the register. She's the one that's the nuts and bolts. She's making sure all the money's coming in. She's making sure customers' packages are packaged in the, in the, pa in the paper bags or whatever they're putting them in. They're making sure that everything's, the breakables are all tied up and everything's good. The husband is doing two duties. He's making sure that all the stuff on the shelves and everything are stocked, making sure that the store looks good, it has clean views. And, and then he's walking around and he's not really bugging people. He's just, hey, how are you? Have a great day. And he's there for support. And then if he catches your eye and you want to talk, he'll talk, right? Yeah. So I like that versus the other way around where the husband's in the background working the cash register and then the wife's out there. The reason I say it that way is that the husband back there gets discombobulated disoriented confused it's all the money it's all the things all the packaging everything and then the wife's out there having fun talking to people mm -hmm. and and i see the roles need to be changed so i've seen that a few times and my wife and i would just think that's kind of odd that's kind of the wife's out there and the wife's not chatty or she's very serious or she's too chatty and i, I just want to get my stuff and look and get out of here right so I, you don't you don't give feedback but the question is is why not why not why don't you give feedback right 
why don't you go to a brand new establishment? Let's call it a gym, for example. People go to the gym all the time. Yep. And you and you pay a lot of money to go to the gym. Don't you think one of the, the onboarding processes are, hey, we're going to walk you through your first one, and then we're going to let you go. But after your third to fifth visit, we're going to notice you, and we want, we'd like to know your feedback. What can we improve? What did we do wrong? What, what did we make a mistake on? And no one does that. Mm-hmm. The feedbacks are, like we talked about, as far as I know, is restaurants and maybe a survey you may get an email and everything. But that survey is nothing but sales and analytical and statistics, and it, it's just to see what you are, where you're at, because they're not, they don't have your data. You know, it's not, not anything for an improvement. Today's show, we're talking about mentoring and improvement. Take that feedback, whether it's positive or negative, and flip the script. How can you help that person? How can you thank that person? Because they just gave you something. That's what you should really be doing. Improvement. That's my thought, anyways. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're you're right, and it's it's up to you as as from the owner's business owner's standpoint it's up to you to have some kind of a feedback program whether you say uh, you know if you've enjoyed yourself today would you take a minute and just go onto our facebook page or our website or something and make a little make a little comment about you were in and and how your experience went uh, i would appreciate that uh you know you can hand them a card and just say here you're please take this card or put the card inside the package when they leave. And it's just a little card that says, we we would love to hear from you about your experience today. And you'll be entered into a drawing or something for, for, for something. You can do it in a very, very simple, a simple way. Uh, if you are on the, the other side, if you are the, the customer, you know, once in a while, if somebody has done a good job, let them know and let right. the management know. Because yeah. maybe maybe they don't have a feedback program, and maybe they should, and that's one way to help jumpstart one uh, is to to call somebody and say, "I just I would like to speak to the manager on the phone. I was in earlier today, and and you know your young lady over there, Denise, was absolutely above and beyond helpful, and I just I want you to know. I love that. Yeah. It, it's it's very very simple, but as I said earlier, a very very small percentage of people ever take the time to do that. That is true. Yeah, and, and it's and it actually really is important when you think about it. I mean, even I can tell you how many times that we've been into a um, an event or restaurant or something, and, and somebody served you or done something, and you may not go to the manager, but you look at the person, and I, we I have said this a couple of times to a. Uh, I remember one specific, we were sitting at a bar. It was, uh, we were on vacation and the lady, she wasn't talkative and she wasn't rude and she wasn't overly nice. She was just doing her job, but she made sure you were taken care of with eye contact, hand gestures. She made sure at the end of the day, I said to her when we left, I said, you know what? Thank you for today. You made, you've made our day. And that was it. I didn't say anything. She just said, thank you. Well, it made her become positive. Her posture, she stood up, she became more assertive and goes, you know what? I just took it. Awesome. They're all gone. It yeah, just so made her day because I just told her. Booster. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. And that's just the way it is. I mean, the feedback is a positive thing. Now, feedback that's negative. Now, you have a choice. You can take it and make it a positive, which I, I started off with flip the script, right? 
Or you can take the criticism and waller in it and then don't improve and then be all pissed off and upset because somebody gave you feedback because you think you're better than that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry you're not because we can all improve. No matter when, where, how, you can all improve. It's well, just and, and the, uh, common commentary on that is that the customer is always right, right? So past but are they? Episode, but, but are they? they? Can, they can be a lot of the times, right? It, like I said, yeah. it's negative and positive feedback. In, in one of our past episodes, we were talking about airlines, right? And whether you're the um, the, the uh, ticket agent that is selling the ticket or the flight attendant at the door, those are the two people that you're going to be talking to to, to disclose your, your experience. So they're the ones getting the positive and the negative feedback from the customer. So I think in order to flip that script, um you know the, the days that things are good is you need to communicate with them and let them know that things are well and that um you really appreciate their their performance absolutely right? yeah, yeah, yeah you're right and and uh we've probably have all experienced uh dealing with somebody who uses a phrase that i really despise when they say i'm sorry my hands are tied oh jeez. Oh, you know, in both of you, both of you reacted positively when when I said that. We've all heard it. My hands yep. are tied. Well, you as an employee have to find a way to untie your hands and go to management. Number one, apologize to me because you can't do more for me because it's not within the protocol. But also untie your hands and go to your boss and say, "Look, boss, we got to come up with a little bit more customer friendly." Uh, option because when I just say no to the customer and they say, well, why? And I have to say my hands are tied. Uh, that's not good customer relations. No, and it's, you're, you're absolutely right. And it's, we, so we have this uh, grocery store here. It's called Myers. It's a grocery store. It's up North. It's a chain. Yeah. And there's been many times when we've not had very good customer service there and we've let the manager know and, and the manager, I, you know, I hate to say it, but the manager failed. Uh, the employee right. wasn't efficient enough in their training to know what to do in a scenario. And this particular scenario was, it was, and I think it was, it was close to Christmas or right at Christmas. I can't remember, but they were just overwhelmed. And the manager just didn't do very well at providing enough employees or enough support. So when the manager came over and we tried to explain to him, it just went right over her head. She had no clue what we were trying to explain to her and what we were trying yeah. to say. And the people behind us, they were just like shaking their heads. Why are we wasting this time on these people? Right. But there's been just the opposite. Um, we just went uh, Sunday to the grocery store and walked in and there was a lady there and she was chatty Kathy and she chatted the whole way through. And then she, she saw our name. She says, Mark and Kim, thank you so much. I appreciate your service here. And, and I'm like, wait a minute, how'd she know my name? And well, it's because I put my phone number in there and then Kim paid with a car. So she paid attention to clients. She watches things, right? So that right there. And all we said was, thank you so much. Have a great day. Now she just did her job. That's it. Right. There was no feedback, but I thanked her. That was important for her because she is doing a service that may or may not like her job, may or not want to continue moving on through the day, but she's going to make the best of it. And she's going to do what she does, which is take care of every customer that comes through regardless. And a small thank you is huge. 
Have you ever experienced, you mentioned the grocery stores and, and, and I'm, I'm very uh, cognizant of it too when I go, but sometimes the service is just mediocre. You know, uh, sometimes you go through and get your groceries and on the way out, you don't even get a thank you for shopping nope. uh, and, and all, but then there's those times that you go up and, and start to check out and they say, hi, how are you today? Did you find everything that you needed today? And immediately I know that the manager, maybe it was a new manager that just came in. The manager sat down with their employees and said, we've got to up our customer, customer experience. And so all of a sudden now they're saying, you know, have you had a good thing? How was your shopping experience today? Did you find anything? Was there anything that you looked for that we didn't have? And you say to yourself, aha, somebody's, somebody's been doing their job. The management has been talking to the employees, but then Two, three weeks later, it gets kind of slides back to that old, you know, uh, you know, thank you. Or the, 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 uh, the baggers are talking to the uh, cash, the cash uh, cashier, and they're paying no attention to the customer. Well, that's a two way street on that because yeah. you've got multiple managers and multiple employees. Exactly. And if they're not all on the same page, then it's only going to happen while that one manager's on duty. I see. I love how you said that because you know how, when you go to Walmart, there's always a greeter, but the greeter just says hi or just looks at you and smiles. Half the time, don't even talk to you. They just stand there. They're like a, they're like this, the security guard without the gun, right? right? Without the badge, right? <laughs> but when we go to Myers, now every employee, there's not one employee that hasn't done this that I can remember, but every employee, when you walk in, hi, welcome to Myers. That's their first welcoming, right? Now, there are some people they get in there that are more of the special needs. Um, because they bring in the special needs community into it and they will say, hi, welcome. And it may not be the whole speech, but they're vibrant. They're excited. They're good to see you. Right now. There have been a couple of times where some of the women that would be in there, I haven't really seen very many men up there. It's mostly been women, but they would say, how can I direct you? And I'll be like, no, we've got it today. Okay. Well, thank you. And, and they'll always just reply back. There's never just a turn away. And they try to hit every customer and they have to do it fast because all of a sudden five customers are walking in at the same time. So how mm-hmm. do I do that? So I wish that there was more feedback in establishments like that. Kim and I love to give it, but only if asked, because I don't mm-hmm. want to just overly do it. Um, restaurants are one thing because one of my pet peeves when you go to a restaurant is, if I order something from you, a, a drink, for example, my glass should never be empty. Right. If my glass gets empty, it's one of two reasons. I drank it so fast, and it's okay. I'm not asking you five seconds to hurry up and get it. Right. Or it's been sitting there for three minutes now, and you haven't noticed it, and I've seen you go by my table five or six times. Right? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to tell you as a waitress and a waiter that you should serve that. But that is one of the most critical points of waitressing is the liquids the food is one thing because it's coming from the the chef it's coming from the department in the back but what you can provide at the table is you know make sure they have the napkins make sure that they have the drinks those are the my pet peeves when i go to a restaurant you can serve me and be be no no positive you can have no words to me you cannot really say anything to me I, i don't care how good or bad a day you have i came there to eat food but if you haven't served me, then then I get frustrated with that because I, I did come here to get served so I wouldn't have to be home and cook. I'm not a negative person, so I'm not going to say, you know what, that person only deserves a dollar. 
I'm not that rude, but I do go to the lowest tip and I will make them a point. And they can either be, they can take it one way or the other. They can either say, oh, screw that. That that customer only left me 10% instead of the 15%. You didn't take that positive? Oh, well, maybe you should have. Can I I share a little story with you? Yeah, I would love for it. You know, because I grew up in a retail family, my father was, was, uh, whenever we would travel, my father always had his eyes open for good service. What my father used to do, and this goes back a lot of years when a $5 bill really was, seemed like a a lot of money. If my father felt that the service that he got from a waitress or a waiter was really, really good, he'd put a folded up $5 bill in his hand and, and on the way out, he would thank the waiter or waitress and he would shake their hand and transfer that $5 bill from his hand to theirs. Now, what is that? What does that mean? Number one, he wanted that person to know that, that they were special and that $5 bill should go into their pocket, not into a bucket with, with all the other tips that, uh, in most, you know, restaurants, all the tips are gathered and then they split them among all of the, the, uh, uh, waiters and waitresses. And well, what does that, that today. mean? Right. The waiter or waitress that gives the poorest service is going to get just as much as the person that went out of their way. Which right. Is not really. So my dad used to do that, and and I always felt really good because he didn't do it all the time, but when there was somebody that that did a good job, he wanted to let them know that waitressing is not one you know is not a white collar job. It's a tough job it to is. make a living at and all right. And, you did your job and more, and here, here's a little something extra. Well, speaking to that, I, I was on the receiving end of that, uh, Stuart. So when any of the times that I was working uh, in a retail position, whether it be a, a well, actually both, both instances, it was a garden center. One was uh, in uh, Surrey, BC for potters. Um, I know that I've received uh, that handshake and the $5 tip in my hand. Mm-hmm. working for them and then also at Walmart um, and it was always often the the elder population that would have that tip right either the, the five dollar uh, bill yeah. or sometimes it was just coins that they happened to have in their purse right right uh, the uh, nice old lady that uh, was very thankful for the um, um, speedy and you know bright smiled uh, bushy eyed <laughs> uh, uh, um, server that came and supported them right so it was that uh, that personal connection that they thought they needed to do in order to um, you know make nice on, on that experience for for right. both of them because right. it's really right. for, for me working there it was an experience for having a good customer too right it, it wasn't wasn't that I was um, the best one out of the bunch and, and um, you know the, the customer thought that I was deserving just because it's me but together as a team and I want to emphasize that is together as a team we made it happen and uh, that's what was rewarded that day is that it was the team that was rewarded not not just the individual so I had a I have a small story but I had a a a time where I needed an employee to work with me and I didn't know where to start. Um, this is when I first got into radio in my, in my own business. And, um, we'd already been in business maybe a month, month and a half. And I needed an employee. I needed somebody 
that was kind of vivacious, somebody who had a pretty good attitude, somebody, you know, attractive. I needed a female. Um, but a male would have worked just fine too. I just needed something that was uh, looking for a specific employee uh, in the radio and, and doing marketing and all kinds of stuff. And uh, I couldn't find anybody. And I had a couple of people working for me, to, I think two, one or two, and they were okay. I had one that was an engineer and uh, I, I can't remember the other part. Maybe they're both engineers. And so one late night on a Saturday night, my wife and I pulled into a gas station to get some snacks and everything just before we got home. And I got inside the, rest, the, the gas station. I got my stuff and the lady behind the counter, she took care of me and she was very, very nice. And I could tell the manager kind of had an, an attitude. And whenever I was speaking to her, the manager was talking. And I would, whenever the manager stopped talking, I would talk and the manager would talk. And I was just like, I was getting frustrated. So I just grabbed my stuff and I got out of there. But the girl behind the counter left an impression on me. So I get to the car. I sit down and I'm getting ready to put it in gear and Kim looks at me and she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I go, I got to go back inside. I got to go. I got to go see if I can hire that girl. There was something about her that I, I, I couldn't put my foot on it. I really couldn't. I really, I sit there for two minutes going, I don't know how to ask her. I don't know how to approach her. And she goes, well, just go in there and talk to her. And they just say, you know, if she's ever looking for another job. So there was nobody in the store. The manager was up behind her up on a pedestal. It was like a two station thing. And she she was at the counter and I walked in. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry. I, I, I don't mean to bug you, but I am looking for you. And she's like, what? I said, well, I own a, a radio stalker. station. Yeah, I, <laughs> I own a radio station and I'm looking for somebody. And you have a great voice. You have a great attitude. In fact, you're the perfect employee I'm looking for. And I don't, she goes, well, I, I, I wouldn't know anything about radio. I said, it's irrelevant. I'll teach you. But you have one thing that's the most important part, and that's customer service. And you have it. It's natural. You walked me through it. You took my name off my card. You thanked Mr. Warner. You gave me every respect that you could ever give me. And it was a natural thing. Mm -hmm. And the manager heard us talking, and she's like, I'm so sorry. She needs to get on her next task. Is there anything else that we can help you with today? Now, she wasn't rude, but I was like, um, okay, well, I see my time is up. And she said, this is when she, this is what pissed me off. She goes, yes, it is. <laughs> and I looked back at her and I was like, did you just say that? And she says, is she, this is what she says. What? You don't, you don't know what you just said to me because she was just doing it as a normal thing. It was just a pop off word to come out to her. So I said, I said, so what is your name? And she said, Sherry, Sherry works for this gas station. I was like, I'm asking her. And so she tells me, she won't tell me her last name, which is fine. And I said, okay, well, here's my card. Um, whenever you're off shift, call me tomorrow. First thing in the morning when you wake up, just call me. And I'd love to hire you. And I walk away and the manager goes, you need to throw that card in the, in the trash. And you need to stop talking to customers like that because we need to get business going. And whatever else, it was all negative. And all I heard the girl goes, I quit. And I, it was, and I stopped in my tracks. I looked back and I could see the manager getting red faced. So I went around the other side of the shelf and I went out to a different door and walked out. I didn't want, want to be in the middle of that. Yeah. I, she did call me the next day and I did hire her. She worked for me for three months. I wish that girl would have stayed with me, but I helped her get to her next level. Radio was not her thing. She really wanted to be in retail and customer service. And she told me that and she found a job three months later 
She stayed with me for about a month later than she told me. But the point in all this is, is feedback. I change somebody's life by giving them a positive attitude on something they were good at. Right. They did not have a manager at that place to give them the direction that they needed to teach them. I gave them one thing simple, which was confidence. And that's it. It was as simple as that. And that was the feedback I think I gave her. And, and what she's doing today, I have no idea, but I hope she's doing great. I hope she found a career. I hope she found something that she's enjoying. And I wish we could do that more often. That's positive feedback in, in business and, and just in personal lives because you get to change people's life, right? It's, exactly. just, it's like, right, and I'll, I'll get off this little high roller, but lately I, I've had, it, it's funny because, you know, all your devices are listening to you. And I've been watching videos and one of them is watching Steve Harvey. And one of them is a one important word. If you get up every day and do your thing all day long, a lot of people have this negative attitude when they first wake up. Um, oh, I have to go to work. I have to go make coffee. I have to go do this. I have to do this. Well, all you've done is put yourselves in a negative light. But if you get up in the morning and go, ah, I get to get coffee. I get to go to work. I get to get in my car. I get to go meet people. You've put yourself in a positive attitude. But here's one thing that I just realized the other day. There's an admiral. You'll go to YouTube. There's an admiral that talked into uh, University of Texas. I can't remember oh, his name. Oh, I know the one you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted it before. And the one about what, making your bed, right? Yes, that's exactly where I was going to go. If yeah. you want to have a great day, it, the first thing you do when you get up in the morning, before you do anything else, is complete one task. It gives you a sense of accomplishment. It gives you gratitude. It gives you something that you did great. And you will have a positive attitude the rest of the day if you'll do one task for you. Whether it's making your bed, whatever it is. But that should be the first thing you do because you get out of bed and you look at it. You make your bed really quick because you're not going to get back into it. Mm -hmm. Right? Because if you just roll the covers over, there's the thought in your mind, oh, I might go get back in bed. I might, that might, I, you know, I don't want to go into work today. I don't want to brush my teeth. I don't want to have coffee. I want to go back to bed. Yeah. And when, you, and you do that. When you get to be my age, it's very easy to have that thought. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Roll those covers back and give it 20 more minutes. Um, <laughs> I have a, my biggest pet peeve is I put my phone on an alarm and I will hit it. And on iPhones, it goes off every nine minutes. And yeah, I will I do, do it. Too. I will do it at least 10 times. Oh, wow. I it drives my wife nuts. She's <laughs> like, are you going to get up? I'm like, I'm just laying here. I know you're just laying there, but just get up. Um, and you uh, count each one of the 10 minutes, so 10 times that it goes. I have no positive feedback from husband to wife. I'm not even going to go in that story. So <laughs> <laughs> shut your mouth, woman. I get up yeah. when I get up. Well, I, I know my grandfather, um, rest his soul. He's up there in heaven right now. Um, you know, he's of that older generation, right? The seven, well, he's died when he was 93. So, um, you know, certainly in his working career and even as a retiree, his, um, his regular, uh, not schedule, but, you know, his procedure that he does all the, all the time, every single day is that he would go to bed early and then every day he would wake up at 4.30 in the morning. And this is like two hours before his wife would get up, two hours before. 
and he would have his breakfast at you know 4 35 o'clock in the morning and start his day even if it was just reading the paper or um, doing some bird watching or something like that that's something he always loved to do is bring out his binoculars and uh, watch the birds but he would do that every single day as a routine 4 30 in the morning and be up two hours before his wife and um, you know, I, th I think that's a, that's a commitment that he made to himself to make sure that he was the best that he could be, either for his company that he worked for. Uh, he was a you know a real estate agent for a few years, um, so in the real estate game, you definitely have to be up early so that you can be there for your for your customers. But then also at the same time, he's up early to be there for his wife, is if his wife needed it. So that's I think awesome. that's, that's something to keep in mind is that <clears throat> getting up early is not just for an employee, uh, for an employer. Um, it's also for yourself and it's for your family. Yeah. So get up early and make sure you start your day on a positive note so that you can positively in, uh, um, influence your family, make them happier. Well, you yeah. know, I think having this conversation today has made me think about, I'm going to put a new page out on the mentoring website, which our website, by the way, is the mentorproject.live, L-I-V-E, the mentorproject.live. I'm going to put a new feedback form out there and I'm going to make it so that it's required to input a few things, but it's optional to put your name in there so we can get some anonymous things. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast and there's something you like, you don't like, you want to be a part of it, don't want to be a part of it, you have some grudge, I, whatever the case is, we would like to hear back from you. So I'm going to put that out there on our website. I'll do it before the end of this week. Um, well, by the time this podcast goes out, <laughs> it'll already be out there. But we'd love to have your feedback, even just if it's on this podcast. But uh, yeah, this is a good point because we need to know what we are doing, whether we're doing it right or wrong or how should we tailor it a little bit differently? We're not perfect. We're humans, but we're just three guys right now having a discussion about feedback and we're discussing some stories and we're giving you some things. The, if you think about what the mentor project is, it's huge. And it's always about providing information. That's the simple part of it. But we're hoping that the process that you are listening to our shows one after the other, and you're taking this information and making things better, whether it's in your life, somebody else's life, in your business, your employees. Um, we're hoping we're giving you some advice to mentor you and, and guide you to have a better possibility of an outcome, whether that's exactly. personal or business. That's mm -hmm. that's my thoughts. It's not a word for word. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there, but I'm hoping that is my takeaway today. Stuart, what, what is your takeaway today? It, exactly what you said, and I think it's a good idea to add it to our show because I think everybody who is either an employee or an employer should give some thought to having some kind of feedback. Uh, we have gone through a pandemic, and there are a lot of businesses that are still recovering from that. A lot of them are understaffed. Everywhere you go, there's help-wanted signs, uh, and employers are... Uh, it just, to a certain degree, are almost willing to hire any any body, a body, just to fill a slot to, to you know put them in front of a cash register without the proper training. That's going to come back and bite them in the butt. That's uh, true. It and for the employee, 
you should realize that your ability to take positive feedback is going to be the, the steps that you need to elevate your career or, or change your career, as, as in the case of Mark reaching out to, to find somebody that he felt was maybe in a dead-end job and could do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that, that, that's what I get from it is that feedback, yes, there is negative feedback, there's positive feedback, but even negative feedback can be handled in a positive way. Absolutely. Wes, what you got? Yeah, I mean, you guys have all said <clears throat> everything I would have said already. Um, and it's okay if you don't have anything. Basically, what I would say is there's not anything that you can't do enough of, right? Um, yeah. If it's um, communication, you can always do more communication. If it's, um, you know, just being more on time, like, um, you know, making sure that if you have to leave the customer for a period of time to go grab something, make sure that you make the um, point to say, you know, sorry for my delay, sorry for taking so long. Um, This is what I was able to provide for you. I hope you're okay with this. You know, just kind of, you know, ease into that um, scenario with the customer and let them know that you thought of them the whole way. Absolutely. Amen to that. Very good. That is positive. Very good. Well, today's show is about feedback, harnessing the power of that. And I started off with saying flip the script because I think that if you go to a person and you're positive, then the outcome is going to be positive. You go in there negative, then the outcome is going to be negative. Can it be turned around to a positive? Absolutely. Because if you, the two of you are discussing and talking about it, then it can turn into that positive or it can stay negative. But the thing I think that you need to look at is what kind of person you are when you approach the next task, whether that's meeting with the person, whether that's calling a person, whether that's sending an email, whatever that is, that process is, if you handle it with a positive attitude, you will always get a positive return. That's the way I look at it. You may get somebody that has a grudge and that's okay, but that's feedback and you can flip the script on that. So it's negative, make it a positive. It's as simple Mm -hmm. as that. And if you and if it's not warrant to uh, send a uh, a good feedback, then just say thank you so much. I'll take that under advisement. At least be positive about it. That's our huge takeaway today about feedback: is take it with a grain of salt, as they used to say, yep. and flip the script. Make it positive for you. Well, guys, I appreciate your time today, and um, this is another mentor podcast, man. I appreciate it. You guys are great mentors, and we've got more to come. Sounds awesome. All right, guys. See you on the next show. See you next time. Take care. You've been listening to the Mentor Project Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you're at it, help spread the word by leaving a five-star review. Visit thementorproject.live for the latest blog updates and find us on social media at The Mentor Project Live.